In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many of you guys have heard of um, Joel Olstein and Joyce Myers and these preachers? How many of you guys have heard of these people? So, yeah, these are, you know, popular, I guess you could say, Christian preachers who kind of preach in a, a particular way. You know, they'll, they'll say things like, you know, if you give to God... And if you are generous to the church, and if you give, God will give more to you. God will, like if you're, if you're really, really rich with God, God will be rich back to you, and he'll give you a lot. And if you are, um, if you're really, really talented, then God is going to put you in very, very powerful places. And then you've got kind of the, the more popular Catholic mentality of, and this may be a little wrong, that many of us think that God is against having status, lots and lots of money, power, authority, talents. Sometimes as Catholics, we go to the other extreme of thinking that all of those things are too much and they're bad and they're not good. And you have these two extremes. You have this extreme of, well, God just wants to bless you and make you rich and if you have faith, he'll make you rich. And I'll make you powerful and he'll give you all the status and everything that you want. And then you have the other extreme of, no, all of that is bad. And God wants us to just live like St. Francis of Assisi and just live like completely poor. And we can't, we can't have any of those things because it's against faith. These two extremes are really unhealthy. Today we see Jesus kind of giving the answer to these two extremes. We see the, that the mother of, of Zebedee, uh, of the two sons of Zebedee, who are uh, James and John. These are Jesus' apostles. Who, their mother comes up to Jesus and says, command that my two sons are put one at your right hand and one at your left. Like any typical Chaldean mom, right, who would go up to Jesus and say, you know what, you better make sure my sons have the best place. So I literally just started calling her Khaltu Zebediya. To me, she's Chaldean. She sounds Chaldean to me. Just the way that she's talking to Jesus is very, very Chaldean. Command, make sure, you know. It's kind of like, you know what? You're nothing to me unless you become a doctor or a lawyer. How many of you guys have heard that from your mom and your dad, right? It's kind of the same thing. Always looking for this, this kind of this status, this glory, this place of honor, this richness, this power, this authority. Making sure that you have the most talent, Money, name, all of that. Again, which in and of itself is not a bad thing. However, the question becomes, Jesus, he, he says to her, that's not for me to give. He makes it very clear. That's not for me to give. That's for my father to give. And that's been already prepared for certain people. He says, if you really truly want to follow me, and you're not just looking for these things. If you really want to follow me, he says, you must be baptized. And then he says something else. He says, you also must follow me in drinking from my chalice. Do you know what the chalice symbolizes? What was it? Pain, suffering. So what's Jesus saying here? Jesus is saying, nothing wrong with you asking for glory. Nothing wrong with you wanting glory even. But unless you're willing to experience the cross, then 
basically no pain, no gain. It's like that in everything in life, right? I mean, you, you want to lose 20 pounds? Pain. <laughs> no gain. Everything in life, there is a cost. There is something that, that we have to put forward with and for God. God is not against us having authority. If anything, people who have authority can do what with their authority? They can implement godly laws with their authority. Right? There's nothing wrong with somebody having talent. People can use their talent for God. There's nothing wrong with having money. People can use their money for God. The question becomes, why are you seeking what you're seeking? Who is the end goal? Who is, who is it that you're really trying to give glory to, is what Jesus says. Because then he says to them, because if you pay attention, it says that the other ten become mad at the other two that asked for that place of honor. They become mad. Why? What happens here? It becomes competition, comparison. Hey, who do these two guys think that they are asking for these places of honor? We want that. I want to be on Jesus' right and at his left. And they begin to compare themselves, and then they begin to fight between them. I mean, this is like, these are the apostles themselves walking with Jesus, fighting for a place of honor. <laughs> we're, we're kind of dumb idiot humans, aren't we, sometimes? In front of Jesus, they're fighting for a place of honor. What's the issue here? Jesus says, okay. He, he comes in the middle of them and he says, you, basically, I'm going to paraphrase it, you will have a place of honor. Whether they realized it or not, they were going to be, they were the 12 apostles. We honor the 12 apostles, Right? But he says, don't be like the non-Jews or the non-Christians, which are called Gentiles. And he says that, that their masters, they use their power to lord over the people serving them. Meaning, to own them, to step on them, to control them. He says, it's not going to be like that with you guys. It cannot be like that with you. If you're going to call yourself a Christian, and if you are going to have a place of honor and authority and glory. He says, you must use it for service. You must use it to serve. So whoever wants to be first, he must be last. And he must not come to be served, but to serve. Very opposite. Very opposite of what the world tells us. Make sure you get yours and don't let nobody get it for you or from you. Get, I'm going to get mine. I mean, this is the world that we're living in, right? Make sure you get what you want and then don't let anybody stand in your way. Step on everybody and crap on anybody and make sure you get what you want. And make sure you're on top. But where does that lead us? Where does that actually lead us? It begins to make us glorify who? Who are we really glory, giving glory to? Yourself. The person, really, who, who glorifies himself 
is really worshipping himself. And when you worship yourself, where do you think you're going to go? If you worship yourself your whole entire life, where do you think you're going to go when you die? You're not going to heaven, that's for sure. <laughs> because heaven is worshiping God. It's glorifying God. It's not glorifying me. It's, it's, it's not a place for me to come, for people to come around and say, well, look at how amazing you are. Look at how incredible you are. Look at what kind of accomplish, accomplishments that you have. Look at how beautiful and perfect you are. We all love that as humans. Again, nothing wrong with that. But when we begin to serve and to use everything for my glory and not for God, it becomes worship of self. We really become a, a, a very, very, very dangerous word that I think the world that we're living in is actually making us into is actually what we call it. It's, it's technically a mental illness. Do you know what this mental illness I'm talking about is? It's called narcissism. Narcissism. Do you know where this word narcissism comes from? Well, it comes from this, I don't know if it's a Greek mythology or what it is, but there was a man named Narcissist, okay? And Narcissist was a very beautiful man. He, was, he had all the talent and he was physically fit. And he would look into the, to, to his reflection in the water. And he would look at himself and go, wow, I'm so beautiful, okay? He loved looking at himself. He was obsessed with looking at himself. To the point where he didn't even realize that he was looking at himself so much that he fell into the water and he drowned. But he didn't realize that he even drowned because he was so in love with himself. <sighs> with social media today, with the world that we're living in today. Everything is about me, 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 me. And where does this take us? This takes us to be really alone. When we worship ourselves, my brothers and sisters, we are cut off from God, we're cut off from family, we're cut off from the people that we love. We're cut off from everyone because guess who we are? We're, it's just me, myself, and me. Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. And that doesn't actually, and, you, and that's why you see even like the, 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 the singers and the celebrities, they've got so much, right? They've got status, they've got power, they've got money, they've got name, they've got beauty, they got everything, supposedly. But then they go and they end their own lives. Why? Why? There is no God. They're empty. They're stuck with themselves. And you and I, we cannot satisfy ourselves. No matter what we do, no matter how much we try to satisfy ourselves, we cannot. The only one that satisfies the human heart is God. And so, I want us to kind of take a, take a moment, you know, in Mass today to think about, you know, maybe I have status, I have name, I have money, I have talents, um, I have a, a, a place of honor, or maybe I'm looking for those things. Again, not bad. But the question becomes today, who is it for? What is it for? Who is it for and what is it for? 
I'll give you a, a small story. There was a, a friend of mine who, uh, he's a financial advisor. And he told me this story about how um, every time he went to his favorite restaurant, um, he had this, this guy, this, this valet guy, who would come and, you know, would park his car. And he always tipped him really, really, really good. Really good. This guy, being a valet driver, he didn't really have much. Now, this went on for a long time. Years later, my, my friend, who's the financial advisor, he has an appointment with this new client. And he sits down with this new client. And he says to him, he says, hey, do you remember me? And he's like, kind of, you look familiar. He's like, yeah, I was your valet driver. He's like, oh my gosh. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, right now I've, I've got all this money right now and uh, I don't know what to do with it. I need your help. I, I need your financial advisor and a planner. I need your help. And, and my friend said, I realized in that moment that as I used whatever it is that I had, 50, 100, $20, whatever it is that I was giving to that guy, I thought it was like, for me, it was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice to him. I'm just trying to be good to him. I didn't realize how that man, he said, I never forgot. I never forgot what you did for me. Every time you pulled up and what you gave me, he's like, I never forgot it. And he became very, very wealthy. And then that guy began to go to, to use his money for the sake of the poor. Do you see how God wants to give us beautiful things? He wants to give us these beautiful things, but he wants to do it in and through us. He wants it to be for him and in him and through him, not for just ourselves. Not just for ourselves, not just for my own glory, not just for me to say, I have, but to give it to God. So today, ask yourself, what is it that you're seeking? What is it that you're kind of going after? It could be, um, uh, it could be that you really, you're trying to become a doctor, a lawyer. You're trying to be the best on your soccer team. You're trying to be the best in your class. You're trying to be the, the smartest in your class, the, whatever it might be. Ask yourself today, who is this for and what is it for? And then ask yourself, am I willing to give God glory through it and with it? So today, let us give all of our talents, all of our gifts, everything that we have, let us give it to God. God, use it all for your glory. Use it for the sake of the good of your own people. Don't let me spoil the gifts that you've given me. Because when I keep it in, in, inside of me, it begins to spoil. Lord, let me use it for your glory. So that one day we enter into the true glory of his kingdom. Where we give God endless glory. And he gives it back to us. That, my brothers and sisters, is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, 